0: The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the Prophetic Voice of Our Time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the Prophetic Voice of of our time. Let me tell you brothers and sisters throughout the past couple of weeks God has just been outpouring blessings and revelation over us here at Freedom Fellowship Church and we have just been getting really excited to see the things that God has planned begin to unfold. So um this week Pastor Chris is taking a little bit of a break, but in lieu of that we are going to be listening to a previous message that she delivered. Um, You've heard it on the radio broadcast before, but it's about listening to the truth that God has spoken over us rather than listening to the facts of the world. So it's about the facts versus the truth because God has spoken so much over this nation, over the church, over the body of Christ. And when that happens, we need to listen to what God is saying and not caught up listening to the facts, the way the world sees things. So anything that God has spoken over your life, let's take a hold of that and focus solely on that. Because if God says that he can bring something to pass, then he can bring something to pass. Amen? And if God says that he's going to do something, then he's going to do it. All we have to do is be obedient and obey. And this includes the things that God has spoken over this nation. So, without further ado, let's listen in to Pastor Chris.
1: In these last days, the apostles and prophets are taking center states. We will have powerful prophets in this country, and they'll be sent all over the world, and we will have more powerful apostles. Many of them are already in place, and their number continues to increase for the past several years. And God is going to continue to clean the clock of these apostles and prophets. Why? Ephesians 2.20. The two offices, the apostolic and the prophetic offices, are the ones who are going to build the church. They are the foundation in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. The apostles are the ones who lay the foundation based on the word of God and the perfect will of God. They receive revelations. Prophets point the way to Jesus Christ. And the things that are not provided or clearly outlined in the scripture, but are needed for today, the issues and the challenges that we're facing today, the prophets provide instruction or the direction, like word of knowledge. They will provide the timeline. They will point the way. It's still in God's ways, and they will point the way to Christ. And... If you have not noticed yet, those that are in the offices of a pastor, evangelist and teachers, those that have been righteous, those that are walking and living by faith, those that have produced good fruits and their front and center is our Lord Jesus Christ. They are being promoted to the offices of the apostles and or the prophets why am i saying that because the offices of the apostles and the prophets are the only offices that are mentioned in the book of revelation once the body of christ matures or majority of christians started to mature most of the pastors and teachers will take on the office of an apostle or a prophet and the evangelist also And they will start discipling others because once we mature the body of Christ, they will be sent to different sectors of society as a CEO, business owners, executives, actors in the arts and entertainment, singers, sports arena, and they will apply God's ways of doing things. So therefore... The five offices will continue to operate, but it will be outside of the four walls of our church. If we mature the body of Christ, are you listening to me, pastors and teachers? We have to mature the body of Christ, and they will apply God's ways of doing things in all sectors of society, and they will take all the five offices to the marketplace That is how we can implement and we will implement God's ways of doing things. We are the head and not the tail. That the foreigners of the covenant will be working for us instead of the other way around. Okay? It will be outside of the four walls of the church. And God has been moving these five offices towards that direction for many, many years. But it will be more pronounced starting this year and next year and beyond. Okay? Apostles and prophets have been discipling business people, those that are in the arts and entertainment, political leaders, and also in commerce, even in the sports arena. The Lord's presence will be established in all sectors of society, and his ways of doing things will be implemented, especially in the realm of finances. This is what the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is all about. This is the saith the Lord. In other words, we are taking the helm and we will be in charge in the end. Now, let me get back to you and make things personal. I will step on your toes today in love. Okay. God cleaned my clock. I was part of those that God has to set aside and to force me to rest and listen and talk to him and make all those changes. Well, I tried to change things. Okay. And I tried to go one step ahead of God in some areas, but mm -mm, I went back to him. I made those mistakes. I talked to the, uh, I talked to God uh, about them. I didn't waste any time and God did not waste any time. So God cleaned my clock already. So it is my time now to give some back. So I will step on your toes today in love. I will lovingly rebuke some of you, instruct many, and encourage many. So stay tuned. We may not like what we're hearing, but I guarantee you, if you listen to what the Lord is saying, and if you follow the instruction, believe and obey, you will thank me later. Majority of personal prophecies are not manifesting. And yet, we read in the scriptures that good prophecies have all manifested. Judgment manifested, some got delayed, some the intensity was lessened, some got postponed. But in the end, personal, powerful prophecies, impossible in the natural mind, they manifested nevertheless. And we should and we must expect greater things for all of us now. We have the book, we have the Holy Spirit, we have the revelation of those who have gone before us, and now we have the Holy Spirit. And Christians think, and many believe, that miracles are just for selected few. And the result is we distorted our views on who God is because of the many excuses we heard, because of the many excuses we gave, the wrong doctrines we were fed, and we fed others man-made doctrines, and religiosity. But let us decide today, now, to take the kingdom of God by force, by our action, by our faith, by our confessional words. Jesus said in Matthew that the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and the violent take it by force. It is now time to decide for us that We will walk in the supernatural and our personal prophecies, the good prophecies that God has promised us. We are going to follow those instructions and be led by the Holy Spirit and we will take hold of them starting now. So let me read some scriptures that you already know, but I just want to remind you. In John chapter 1 verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Let us focus on the word became flesh. The scripture is talking about our Lord Jesus. OK, now, how does it apply to you? When the thus saith the Lord is released in your life and it witnessed in your spirit and it lines up with the perfect will and the character of our God. It lines up with the word of God. Those words released will become flesh. They will manifest. Why? Why are the prophetic words necessary for your personal life? once they manifested, then you will become one in Christ Jesus. Because when he said it, then he dwells in you and in your heart. He abides with you forever. And those manifestations will come for his glory. And not just for your sake, but for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when you say, thus saith the Lord, and you believe that the word is Jesus Then you have to believe that thus saith the Lord delivered in your personal life. Once you believe it and grab hold of it, they will also manifest. Okay. That is the scripture for you. The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. It is for the glory of God that your prophecy will manifest, okay? John 117, those that are in line with the word of God because the scripture always and will always have the final authority, okay? John 117, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. John 13:21 But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. John 4:23 Yet the time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. Will worship the Father in the spirit it means to say being led by the Holy Spirit and in truth meaning Jesus OK, so they will worship the father in the Holy Spirit and in Jesus, which is the word of God, for they are the kind of worshipers the father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. And Jesus says in John fourteen sixteen, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and prophesied that Mary is going to be the most blessed woman and that she will give birth to the Messiah. So here are the facts. Mary was a virgin. It was impossible for her to get pregnant. That is the fact. So what is the truth? The prophecy in Isaiah ten fourteen. I want you to listen very carefully to this because if you receive this, then you will believe your prophecy. Okay. The truth, Isaiah chapter 10, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. That manifested and became the truth. And it became the fact. See, the thus saith the Lord is not based on facts, my dear brothers and sisters, because facts are not necessarily the truth. They can change. But the truth is the truth because Jesus is the truth and God changes not. So when the doctor tells you that you are going to die, that there is no hope for you, that you're going to go through pain and suffering, those are facts. The results of their test, the result of their observation, and what you told them that you've been experiencing. Those are the facts. But if you're a believer and somebody prayed for you or I prayed for you, and I say, thou shall not die, but you will live. And you will recover fully from your diseases in the name of Jesus. And you believe it and it manifests. Then those facts that you're dying, they're not true anymore. The truth now is you were healed at the cross by the stripes of Jesus. You were the healed. And those are now the facts and the truth. So what am I saying, my dear brothers and sisters? Most of us, when we receive a prophecy, we start looking for facts. We start looking at our situation and then When we cannot imagine or cannot see how God will pull this prophecy through, how will this manifest? You will walk away and you will not take a stand based on the truth because you're taking a stand based on your facts. So many of us will forget about prophecies. We don't follow the instruction. We don't believe. And some, we help God. And we end up compromising. So let us discuss the definition of fact or facts. It is defined as a truth known by actual experience or observation, something known to be true. Fact is something that has occurred or is actually the case. Something that truly exists or happens, something that has actual experience. So fact is truth of yesterday or now, but not all facts are true. Facts change. Please stay with me on this. This is very important. I've been praying to God how to get things across to all of you because I have seen so many personal prophecies unfulfilled and people discouraged because of it. Now, Let's understand and define the truth. Truth is conformity with fact or reality. Truth is a principle thing. Oxford Dictionary defines truth as that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. Merriam-Webster defines truth as the truth. The real facts about something, the things that are true, the quality or the state of being true. Truth is defined by some Christians as the self-expression of God. And of course, we know that truth is a person. He is Jesus. And truth is also the fundamental characteristic of our God. So you compare the facts and truth. Fact is something that has occurred or already in existence. Fact is past or present, but never future. Truth is past, present, and future. It changes not. Some things are still not in existence and they will become facts if you abide and believe and serve the truth, Christ Jesus. Example, facts can change. Years ago, people believed, even scientists believed that the earth is flat and they took it as a fact. They believed that is the truth. Now, we all know that the earth is round, and that is a fact, and that is the truth. In other words, facts can be changed, but not all facts are truth. But truth does not change. Truth is truth. So when God tells you, thus saith the Lord, that you will be great, that this is going to happen you follow those principles and don't look at the facts. Okay. Look and believe the truth. Example. We do not say that Jesus is coming soon. It's is future. Jesus is coming soon. And that is a fact. No, we say Jesus is coming soon. And that is the truth. Since Jesus is the truth. If you believe what he says and follow your instruction to the letter, then that is the truth and facts will change concerning your life. So if I prophesy, if I release a prophecy to you and it lines up with the plan and the character of a loving God, it lines up with the word. It means to say it lines up with the truth. Don't look at the facts and the truth will manifest. Okay. let us go back to Mary again. She was a virgin, and a virgin cannot conceive a child, not unless it's artificial insemination, but there's no such thing in her time. God says, or the truth says, that you are the one, you are the virgin that was prophesied by Isaiah, who is going to give birth to the Messiah. Impossible on all the facts, but a virgin conceived. And she gave birth to Christ Jesus. And that is the truth. So one of the many reasons why prophecy is important today is there are things in your life, plan of God, that you cannot do them yourself. Because based on facts and your situation, which are facts, it is impossible. You need a supernatural truth of God. Okay? You will not have a know-how. It will take for God to manifest himself for his glory when you receive the thus saith the Lord because then Jesus will be pronounced in your life because everybody, including you, you know that it is from God. And that is the truth. In order to get into supernatural results, do not try to process God's word in your mind. You have to receive his word by faith in your heart. Okay. John sixteen thirteen. This is why we need the teaching and the leading of the Holy Spirit. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Into all truth. Jesus did not say about the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit will consider the facts, examine it, and make a determination based on the facts. No, the Holy Spirit will release what he hears from heaven between God the Father and God the Son. Thank God for that. When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, not facts. For he will not speak from himself, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you things that are coming. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the word of God. And the word of God has to be the final authority. And we need the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. Okay. Let me try to share this with you as fast as I can. While in the Philippines, last April, I was with Sandy Towers, Sophia Kusbell, uh, Joshua, my son, and Divina Mendoza. We were there for three weeks, and me and the group, we finally are in our last minister's conference. There were lots of miracles that happened in that last meeting, but since we're dealing with prophecy of healing or life, I will stick to the subject, okay? There was a young man, a young pastor, who missed all the conferences because he was in the hospital, deathly ill. On this last night of the conference, that late afternoon, the doctors called all the family members, including the man's father, who is a senior pastor, to gather together because he needs to say his goodbye because he is dying, and he's going to die within the next hour. So he already said goodbye to his family and to his father, but the father who is a senior pastor and is a part of the regular pastors who attend our training. He said, no, I am not ready to lose you son. And I believe that the Lord still has job for you and said, I am going to take you out from this hospital and I'm going to take you for pastor Chris to pray for you. And they came at the last minute after I dismissed the service. And they told me what is happening. And the Holy Spirit just kind of led me to call the youth leaders in the Philippines as well as Joshua. And they surrounded them and I instructed them to pray in the Spirit only and to loose forth life. Then I bound the spirit of death and I loosened forth life. And I gave him this instruction to receive his healing, to think healed, talk healed, and dress healed. He was still weak, but he nodded his head and He refused to go back to the hospital. And I went back that following month. And he sent me a message, this young man, that the Lord restored from death to life. And said, I cannot come. I apologize, but I'm up here in the mountain ministering to the natives. He didn't waste any time. He started thinking healed, talking healed, living healed. The facts, doctor can't do anything for him. Life was leaving him already. The truth, it was not his time, and he received the word from the Lord. And the truth became facts. He's still walking and preaching. So it is important for you, my brothers and sisters, to believe. Don't look at the facts. Don't analyze things in your head. You're not going to receive anything because your own mind and the facts that will glare at you, they will become mountains that you will not be able to see through the eyes of faith. And I'm running out of time. Keep in mind, don't look at the facts, but believe and receive the truth. And it's time for you to go back and spend time with God about the personal prophecies that were released in your life. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you.